always such a pleasure to be with you at this time of the day when we change gear once again. And just pause for a moment at the end of this beautiful day. It's been a lovely day here in Johannesburg. But here in Johannesburg, it's been a lovely day and we, many of you now are travelling in your cars on your way home, and uh, hopefully you've had a good day at work. Maybe a frustrating day, and you're carrying home a lot of baggage, stuff in your heart, in your mind, things that have gone wrong, and uh, you're so worried about how things are at work, how things might be at home. Let's just put them all one side. Don't just dismiss them. Let's put them to the one side and turn our thoughts to the Lord and say, Lord, this is all the baggage I have. Let me put it to one side and turn my attention to you. And that's what we do in this time between half past five and six. O God, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. You are my soul. You give me life. You make me whole. You're the life that breathes in me. My only hope, eternity. Even. Your love is still 
Carlton there and show me how. And that's the song we have as we begin our evening prayer. I will make you the light of the nations to bring my salvation to the ends of the earth. Psalm 71, a psalm about the royal power of the Messiah. O God, Give your judgment to the king, to a king's son your justice, that he may judge your people in justice and your poor in right judgment. And may the mountains bring forth peace for the people and the hills justice. May he defend the poor of the people and save the children of the needy and crush the oppressor. He shall endure like the sun and the moon from age to age. He shall descend like rain on the meadow, like raindrops on the earth. In his days, justice shall flourish and peace till the moon fails. He shall rule from sea to sea, from the great river to earth's bounds. Before him, his enemies shall fall. His foes lick the dust. The kings of Tarsus and the sea coasts shall pay him tribute. The kings of Sheba and Seba shall bring him gifts. And before him all kings shall fall prostrate. All nations shall serve him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I will make you the light of the nations to bring my salvation to the ends of the earth. The Lord will save the poor. From oppression, he will rescue their lives. For he shall save the poor when they cry and the needy who are helpless. He will have pity on the weak and save the lives of the poor. From oppression, he will rescue their lives. To him, their blood is dear. Long may he live, and may the gold of Sheba be given him. They shall pray for him without ceasing and bless him all the day. May corn be abundant in the land to the peaks of the mountains, and may its fruit 
rustle like Lebanon. May men flourish in the cities like grass on the earth. And may his name be blessed forever and endure like the sun. May every tribe be blessed in him. All nations bless his name. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, who alone works wonders. Ever blessed his glorious name, and let his glory fill the earth. Amen. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord will save the poor. From oppression, he will rescue their lives. Victory and empire have now been won by our God. We give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, who are and who were, that you have taken your great power and begun to reign. The nations raged, but your wrath came, and the time for the dead to be judged, for rewarding your servants, the prophets and saints, and those who fear your name, both small and great. And now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren has been thrown down, who accuses them day and night before our God. And they have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. For they loved not their lives, even unto death. Rejoice then, O heaven, and you that dwell therein. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Victory and empire have now been won by our God. Our Gospel reading this evening is from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 16, verses 19 to 31. Jesus said to the Pharisees, There was a rich man who used to dress in purple and fine linen and feast magnificently every day. And at his gate there lay a poor man called Lazarus, covered with sores, who longed to fill himself with the scraps that fell from the rich man's table. Dogs even came and licked his sores. Another poor man died and was carried away by the angels to the bosom of Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried. In his torment, in Hades, he looked up and he saw Abraham a long way off with Lazarus in his bosom. And so he cried out, Father Abraham, 
pity me and send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am in agony in these flames. My son, Abraham replied, remember that during your life, good things came your way, just as bad things came the way of Lazarus. Now he is being comforted here while you are in agony. But that's not all. Between us and you, a great gulf has been fixed to stop anyone, if he wanted to, crossing from our side to yours, and to stop any crossing from your side to ours. And the rich man replied, Father, Father, I beg you then to send Lazarus to my father's house, since, since I have five brothers, to give them warning so that they do not come to this place of torment too. They have Moses and the prophets, said Abraham. Let them listen to them. Ah, no, Father Abraham, said the rich man, but if someone comes to them from the dead, they will repent. And then Abraham said to him, If they will not listen either to Moses or to the prophets, they will not be convinced even if someone should rise from the dead. lovely story Jesus whenever he speaks about uh, important things deep things he he always uh, uses this me this method shall I call it of speaking in parables so it speaks about this parable about the rich man who is by the way just notice nameless and the poor man who has the honor of having a name Lazarus and Lazarus lives at the uh, the gate of the rich man's house and he longs just for the scraps that fall from the rich man's table but the rich man pays no attention to the poor man at the gate he carries on feasting, dining, living magnificently and the poor man at the gate simply longing and longing and longing for just something to eat I think the story, there are many things we can say about the story this evening, but in the time that we have, let me just highlight one, one little aspect of the story. The rich man is quite self-satisfied. He's turning in upon himself. It's like having a wealthy man, a rich person, who says to himself, I've got everything. I'm not concerned about anything out there. He, he was somebody who knew the law, because he speaks about Abraham as my father Abraham, because eventually he sees Lazarus when he dies. He sees Lazarus in the bosom of Abraham. Ah, father Abraham, he calls him. So he was a faithful Jew, I suppose. He knew the law, and he knew about Abraham. But what is very interesting for me in this little parable that we've heard now is that God is not to be found in the law not to be found in us 
enveloping ourselves, so to speak, in the luxuries of our home, of our riches, of our thoughts, and everything else like that. But God is to be found in our neighbor, and very especially in the poor at our doorstep. The rich man was not prepared to find God in the poor man at the door. And the poor man at the door has a beauty, has a dignity, has a name, Lazarus. And eventually when they both die, they both come before the judgment seat of God. But then it's too late for the rich man. Now he's engulfed in flames, so to speak. It's the way the, the gospel story is written. And the poor man Lazarus is taken into the bosom of Abraham. But it's too late then. And now we have the opportunity, and Lent is the time for us just to take hold of this opportunity that we have and to see that however you or I are blessed, what is important for us is to be open to the sufferings of the people around us, to be open to the cry of the poor around us, to hear God speaking to us in and through the people around us, and very often in our lives, we're going to have people making appeals to us in one way or another, either for friendship, for love, for recognition, for money, for food, whatever it is. And it's the Lord who always comes to us in and through these people. Whatever you do to the least of my brothers, says Jesus, you do to me. And so we need to be open to the many ways in which God manifests himself herself to us in and through the people around us. And we can become blind to all these people around us. But in Lent, we have the opportunity, the challenge, of just being open to the people around us. You know, there was a famous archbishop in El Salvador. His name was Oscar Romero. And when he was appointed to the sea, to the Episcopacy of, uh, or to the, the, the see, the, the, the bishop's see of uh, San Salvador, he was known to be a rather conservative man. And what changed him was not so much the fact that he was a bishop now and an archbishop of a big diocese, but what changed him was that he began to mingle with and to mix with the poor, that he began to feel their suffering. He began to travel with them. He began to, to have compassion on those people. And he became a changed person. Somehow God showed himself at that advanced age at which he was as a bishop. God showed himself in and through the people around him. I suppose we could say the same of Pope Francis, who, when he was the Archbishop of Buenos Aires, also mixed with the people and traveled on the buses with everybody every day and didn't use a car and so on. You see, Lent is a time for us then just to be sensitive to the people around us. And I'm not talking just to you, but I'm talking to myself as well. That we just need to open our eyes, to conscientize ourselves to the suffering of people around us. We can get so wound up in ourselves, in our administration, in our business, in our money, our properties, the things we deal with so often in our lives. It takes up so much of our time that we forget, we can forget the poor man outside at the door. And yes, I'm sure you will say, but I do my little bit. I do my bit for the church. I do my bit for my neighbor and so on. Yes, I'm sure you do. 
But I suppose the question is, do we do enough? Do we do enough for our neighbour? Do we stop our car, so to speak, and open the door and greet the newspaper man whom we see every day? And we fly past each day. Do we stop? <laughs> do we say, what's your name? Do we recognize the dignity of people around us, very especially of the poor? So it's a lovely, lovely story, the story of Lazarus and the rich man. Lazarus, who has a name, the rich man who is nameless, the rich man who is wound up in his luxury and his food and everything about him. Nevertheless, he's a faithful Jew and he knows his father Abraham and so on. But he was closed to the many ways in which God was reaching out to him, very especially in and through the poor, and in this case, the poor man, Lazarus. I said, Lord, have mercy on me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. I said, Lord, have mercy on me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. I said, Lord, have mercy on me. The rich man, who would not give a crust of bread to Lazarus, begged for a drop of water. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has looked with favour on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The rich man, who would not give a crust of bread to Lazarus, begged for a drop of water. God enlightens us with the grace of the Holy Spirit, that our lives may be filled with justice and faith. Let us proclaim his mercy in our evening prayer. Lord, Give life to the people redeemed by Christ. Lord, unite bishops, priests and deacons more closely with Christ through the mystery of the Eucharist. Renew in them each day the grace of ordination. And nourish the faithful with the food of Christ's word. Feed them with the bread which is his body. Grant that we may respect the dignity of every person redeemed by the precious blood of your Son. Help us never to violate their rights or their conscience. Save us, Lord, 
from the blind pursuit of wealth. Make us sensitive to the needs of others. And be merciful to those who have left our world today. Give them everlasting happiness. Loving Creator, we thank you for the gift that religious life has been within our church and society. Help us to nurture this gift so that the congregations may continue to be a healing presence in the world. May we all respond to the realities of our present times in ways that promote your reign now and in the future. May your kingdom come and may your will be done. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Lord God, you love innocence of heart and when it is lost, you alone can restore it. Turn then our hearts to you and kindle in them the fire of your spirit so that we may be steadfast in faith and unwearied in good works. And we make our prayer through Christ our Lord. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always. <laughs>
something different in which we end our evening prayer this evening. That was plus one and the promise. And so from me, Father Emil, it's good night and God bless you and thank you for listening. Hope you've enjoyed this half hour with me. Please notice the poor man Lazarus at your door and remember this parable that Jesus spoke to us about today.